Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 41 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. This week's podcast, we're going to feature the big final at Curraheen Park on Saturday night. We'll speak with connections of six finalists, uh, sponsor as well, Kevin O'Brien. And shortly we'll speak with Brian Collins, racing manager at Curraheen Park. It's been a fabulous event once again at the uh, Cork venue. And um, as I said, all eyes on the final of the Clone Blaze at Stud. Open 525, which carries a winner winner's prize of €7,500. What a fantastic event. And uh, we're going to say hello to Brian Collins now. Brian, thanks for taking time out to join us on the podcast. Good morning, Barry. As I said, another fabulous event um, at Curraheen Park, kindly sponsored by Kevin O'Brien. Absolutely, yeah. It's turned out to be a really, really good event. Um, you know, we're, as I said, we, we say it every week, but look, we're deeply indebted to all the sponsors who have come on board, particularly at this time, and, and especially Kevin, who's come on board with the stake. It's turned out to be a really, really, really good event. It sure has. It's always an, an important uh, fixture on the race in Canada at the Cork track, uh, Brian. Absolutely, yeah. I suppose, look, uh, what every track is trying to do is try to have a flow of events that will, you know, facilitate all dogs and... Um, you know, this is it's, it's a really good event that has shown some great winners over the years. But you know, this year's running is will be will go down as one of the best. It sure would. And uh, looking ahead to the final, um, you know, we've seen some great performances um, in in recent weeks. We have uh, two kennels doubly represented, and uh, we'll start with um, sweep the yard. Yeah, um, you know, a dog not without his chance. Um, really well drawn in trap one. Absolutely flies home. Um, do you know, I mean, I'd say if they were to pick the trap, that was this one was going to be their box. If 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 the you know traps two and four don't don't um, do everything right, then this fellow's in with a real real chance in one. He sure is. In trap number two, we have um, Skywalker Barry, who would have came into the competition as um, favourite for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Look, he's a class hound. Um, you know, I think he showed it in the first round. You know, he himself and Sean Renate went to the bend and they, they, they collided with the touch slightly and, you know, he showed terrific pace to get around. Uh, last week, he didn't come away great um, out of trap one um, and had had work to do. And to be fair, I mean, he's really well drawn in, in two um, and you'd imagine if, if he can get his trapping boots on, he's going to be very hard to beat. In trap number three, we have Hallow Hammond uh, for trainer Paul Hennessy. Yeah, he's a real, real staying sort. This fellow will absolutely be flying home again at the finish. Got really badly balked in the first round. Um, even last week got crowded and but absolutely flies home. You know, he's a dog that if if he's anywhere there, would half you know halfway, he's definitely going to fly home. So he, he's probably going to need a small bit of uh, trouble up front, but he's definitely in with a chance if if uh, if he can get uh, any sort of position early on. One of the stars of the event in trap number four, uh, Shomer and Nate. Yeah, he's he's um, this dog ran in the super sprint and went to the final of the Great Hundred Petrol Super Sprint, and look, he's terrific early. I mean, he's just, he's just sensational early. Um, he's doing absolutely everything right. Um, if he keeps trapping like he is, he's going to take some amount of beating. He's going up in three thirty and three twenty nine. You know, if if he traps like he has been doing, he's a he's a sure leader. Um, who was back against him 
That's exactly it. Trap number five. Then we have Chasing Belfast, who is the second of the Graham Holland train runners. Obviously, he's represented with Sweep the Yard in trap number one, but uh, Chasing Belfast runs from trap five. Yeah, he's another fellow that will probably be running on as well. Um, you know, he's probably further out than they'd like, but look, he's a real classy sort. He has some superb runs and not without a chance, of course. In trap number six, we have the second of the Chris Hulhan uh, runners, uh, Shomer and eight in trap number four, and Cash and Dolphin in trap number six. Six inside seeds in the final, so it looks like it, it will be a tough draw. A tough draw for him, yeah, and probably would prefer to be further in. Ran really well um, in round one, 28-81. Um, to be fair, he's a, another one that he flies home as well, so... You know, you've kind of got the real too early, too early paces. But this fellow is probably a bit far out in six. But look, he's a dog that's run, running really well. So he's taken the Corrigan well and has some good runs in three over five seventy as well. So, you know, he's a classy sort. And look, it's it's a cracking final. Um, but you'd imagine out in six, he's probably farther out than he'd like. Yeah, as you said, look, it's a cracking final, and I'm sure all um, connected with um, Curraheen Park, Brian. You're, you're all delighted with the lineup for the final, and uh, delighted with the way the event has went in recent weeks. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's it's a really good event, and and we're just hoping, I suppose, that all the events will will get the calibre of dogs that you get in this. And if we do, if we do, we'll have a we'll have a great summer. Brilliant. A lot to look forward to. Curraheen Park. We'll finish up with giving the seven fifty yard um, stake. I mentioned Brian. Look, there's been plenty of opportunities in Curraheen Park for for staying grounds in recent weeks. That's always um, great, and and them events are much needed. So uh, fair play, and uh, looking forward now to the big one. Yeah, um, that, that starts on Saturday the 29th of May. Um, look, it's always a huge event in the calendar in Corraheen. As you said, we, we, we advertised a number of 750s over the last number of months um, just to give opportunities, and we've had a huge, huge uptake of them. Um, you know, I think we've like three or four 750s a week for the last five weeks, um, which is a great addition. It's great to see, and it just gives opportunities to everyone, so... We're hoping that to transfer into the stake itself and, you know, as I said, Saturday the 29th and we're hoping for a very good entry. Very much looking forward to that, Brian. Look, um, many thanks for joining us on the podcast once again uh, this week. It was great to get, give this event um, so much uh, great coverage and uh, no doubt we'll be uh, catching up with you again on Saturday night. Thanks very much, Barry. Trainer Graham Holland is doubly represented in the final and uh, we're going to say hello to Graham now. Hello Barry, how are you? Very good, Graham. Thanks a million uh, for, for joining us uh, on the podcast. In terms of the, the big final, it's a uh, great sponsorship by um, a man you know well, Kevin O'Brien. Yeah, it's great for, for him to put, back, uh, put a bit back into the sport. He's been lucky. Um, he, he, um, obviously, uh, Clona Blaze was a great dog for him. And um, like he, he won a nice bit of prize money, so he's, he's good enough to be able to give a bit back, which is great. It, it sure is and um, you know it's been a fabulous event to date you've got two into the final um, they'll probably start as slight outsiders but uh, nonetheless they're there um, on merit and we're going to start with uh, trap number one Sweep the Yard who has really um, taken to Curraheen Park as Timmy pointed out when I spoke to him um, last Saturday night Graham Yeah look um, he, 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 for whatever reason uh, he, he does enjoy Curraheen Park he, he's not exactly a real early pace dog um, and he will get 550 but um, he actually loves the place uh, he runs his best races down there he, he won a nice little stake last month and um, he's uh, he relished the challenge he, he, he seems to be uh, putting it all in down there very well like you know and you always have a chance with a dog like Sweep the Air because um, he's a, a powerful runner yeah well uh, um 
God forbid any trouble in front, he would take advantage of it. Especially with the draw inside, you'd say that he could possibly go around third. And he's obviously a very a big danger then if he can go around a close third. Without a doubt. And uh, we'll get a word on uh, trap number five, uh, Chasing Belfast. Um, another one for your kennel in the final, Graham. Yeah, he's a bit of an enigma in himself. He's um, he, he can show massive early pace and then don't, don't stay. And he he's actually won over five seven five, and you wonder how, to be honest, um, this year. So uh, yeah, again, um, he's a dog that uh, could cause a bit of problems early doors, if if, if you know what I mean, and, and get round. Uh, like you say, they're both outsiders, probably. Um, the Skywalker Barry Dog will start favourite and and probably a worthy favourite as well. And uh, Chris Hulahan's got a very nice dog in there. Um, is it the four dog? Yeah, Shawman Nate. Yeah, uh, Shawman mate. He, he he ran very well in the in the sprint down there. He's got a lot of early pace. Probably a little bit further uh, out than Chris would like, but uh, he, he's not a bad dog, that's for sure. Yeah, that's exactly it. Well, look, Graham, it's always nice to have um, two in the final. We'll just finish up with um, the English Greyhound Derby because um, everyone is really looking forward to that and we're going to have a really strong Irish challenge once again this year. Just give us an update on uh, maybe some of your challengers, Graham. Um, uh, we're, we're, we're planning to go over um, a week Tuesday for some trial stakes. Um, well, last Tuesday, so it'll be next Tuesday now. Um, uh, we've probably got an uh, end of four and then we might take some four trialers as well just for a look round and see what they make of it. Very good, Graham. Well, look, we'll be following them with um, close interest. It's always um, fantastic to get your thoughts and uh, we appreciate you taking time out um, to speak about the, the big event in Curraheen Park on Saturday night and we're wishing yourself and your family continued success in the world of ground racing. Thanks very much, Barry. We need uh, plenty of luck, as you know, and uh, hopefully... Uh, we keep on turning out a couple of good dogs so. mighty stuff in trap 2 on Saturday night we have the very talented and exciting Skywalker Barry who's trained by Marco Donovan for Ray Patterson and uh, we're going to welcome Ray Patterson to the podcast and uh, it's hello to you Ray afternoon to you too Barry afternoon to you too it's been a couple of weeks since we spoke, Ray. We spoke prior to the uh, Select Stakes final below in Kilcohan Park and, and Waterford. You had said on the podcast on that occasion that um, Waterford had been a lucky hunting ground for you and um, that certainly continued with a, a stunning performance in that final. You must have been thrilled with it. Over the moon, Barry. Over the moon. Yeah, Waterford's always been a lucky hunting ground and it certainly was on that night as well. So he followed up um, that winning performance. He made the trip to Curraheen Park for the um, Clona Blaze at Stud Open 525, uh, sponsored by Kevin O'Brien. It's uh, a great competition at Cork um, and an important piece in the calendar every year, eh? It's a great competition. Clona Blaze was a great race dog and we'll make a great stud dog as well. And it's fitting that the dogs in this competition um, are of that calibre. Without a doubt, and um, as I said, I, I've been certainly in, enjoying the action over the last uh, couple of weeks. Always great to see high-class greyhounds, I suppose, running at one of my local tracks um, in Cork. And just tell us, um, give us your thoughts on the, on the performances of, of Skywalker Barry over the, the last uh, two weeks, Ray. Yeah, um, I'm really pleased with the draw he's got at uh, uh, Saturday. He's not had the easiest of passages through the first two rounds, especially the last round when he missed his breaking, got his legs taken from him under the between the first and second bends. But um, in trap two, if, if he breaks 
this week. It, and it's going quite good. It would not surprise me if he dips under the 28 mark. Yeah, that's what I was um, saying after the opening round because what really impressed me was in the opening round, um, you know, like the way he's finishing off his race, um, you know, give, giving every indica- indication that a big, a special performance is on the way because, you know, most of his uh, previous wins he used to dominate from start to finish. So I'm sure um, that caught your eye as well in the opening round. It, it did, it did. It showed he just um, wasn't a one trick pony has to win from the front because he came from behind I was absolutely thrilled with that really was and as you said look he's got a great draw on Saturday night drawn in trap number two the early pacers are drawn outside him in four and five you've got two average starters between them um, in in one and three so I suppose as you said you'll be hoping that uh, he can uh, find his trapping boots on Saturday night and produce one of his usual uh, flying starts I sincerely hope so Barry as you rightly say the early paces further out wide so um, if he can even do his normal break get around that bend in front I'm sure he's going to do a really big time yeah, well, look, as I said, we were over the moon, Ray, when we see Skywalker Barry um, in the entries for the competition. He really was the, the star attraction um, for the event. And in fairness, we've got so many other stars in the final as well, so it's going to be a great final. And just in terms of Skywalker Barry going forward, um, obviously the English Greyhound Derby is is upcoming. Would it would I be right in saying maybe the Irish Greyhound Derby will be his main target? Yeah, he, he certainly won't be going to the English Derby, Barry. Um, Irish Derby is his main target. Um, there's, there's a champion stakes, um, Dundalk, that type of thing. Yeah, he, he, he won't be going to the English Derby. Yeah, and in fairness, the calendar like is very good for a dog like him. Obviously, this is a stepping stone now to bigger events in the select stakes as well. It's it, it's a lovely calendar for for a high class greyhound. It's ideal calendar, very ideal calendar. Yeah, Mark was very sensible during the bad uh, winter months he didn't run him at all he said he'd he wait till the better weather comes better ground comes and then um, proved to be yeah it sure has and uh, just in terms of your your other um, greyhounds um, within the uh, Skywalker kennels um, you know you've got a big following um, all these great Skywalker dogs in recent years have you anything else you're exciting um, excited about seeing in action over the, the coming coming summer months Ray? Unfortunately, Skywalker came in season just at the wrong time, but that one's going to be aimed at the um, Irish Derby. Um, I'm certainly going to have a good bet on that one, Andy Post. Nice one. We'll keep an eye on that and just uh, give the name of that once more for our listeners. Skywalker Silla. Skywalker Silla, one for the notebook. Yep. Ray, look, it's always um, great to speak to you. We're wishing you continued success in the world of Greyhound Racing, a fantastic supporter of Irish Greyhound Racing, and uh, we'll be cheering all them Skywalker dogs on uh, in the coming months, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up again soon. I hope so, Barry. It's always nice to talk to you, as you know. You take care. Trainer Paul Hennessy has been in the headlines once again uh, this week. We'll touch on that shortly, but we're going to speak about his greyhound in the final of the big one at Curraheen Park on Saturday night. The Clona Blaze at Stud Open 525, kindly sponsored uh, by Kevin O'Brien. And that is Hello Hammond. So, Paul, welcome to the podcast once again. And uh, tell us a bit about Hello Hammond. Yeah, nice dog. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, and he's improving all the time. He's a homebred dog. And um, he's just progressing and progressing, and he probably prefer a longer trip. He ran fairly well in the 600-yard stake in Shelburne, so getting the trip is not a problem to him. But 
Oh, look, we're delighted with him. It's lovely to make the final. It's lovely to make any good final. And fair play to the sponsors and to Kevin. Like, I mean, putting a good few quid into it for a good competition. And certainly he's come up with trumps with a cracking final, there's no doubt. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's always an, an important uh, fixture on the racing calendar at Curraheen Park. Um, great to have all these uh, great dogs in action at the Cork venue. And um, as you said, it's been a fabulous event, Paul. And in fairness to um, your greyhound, obviously you said he's a, he's a powerful tracker, Hello Hammond, but he had to put out all the stops really to qualify for the final last week, getting the better of uh, another talented greyhound in the latter stages there, Catch Me Flying. Yeah, no, it is, and Catch Me Flying is a neighbours of ours, Thomas Buggy, uh, he has him, but you'll look at it, as I said, on this occasion, we were lucky to make the final, so hopefully he'll do well in the final. Um, it's a fast 5-5 five five in Cork, as you know, and things happen fairly quickly, so for a dog like Ireland that probably will, you know, 5.50, 5.75 would suit more, um, he'll need to get his act together and be fairly sharp on the, on the, on the night itself, you know, he's flanked by two super fast starters. Um, that could be a help if they got away and, and left a gap for him but look if they got away and got running it'd be very very difficult to pick up but look we're delighted to be in the final as I say um, Jerry and Miriam that own them are with us a long time with different greyhounds and it's great for them that the, the dog is in the final too Yeah it sure is and uh, Cork has been a lucky hunting ground for you in the past as well Paul you've enjoyed some great success We had over the years yeah there's no question about it even on the old over, the old traffic as well has been good to us you know what I mean so um, you know, we'll go down and give it a rattle, as I say. If he got a run at them, he, he should finish out his race well and do well. But look, at, you need a little bit of luck in running as well. But as I say, it's a very, very good final. Um, just brilliant early pace on either side of him. That could be a help, you know what I mean? If he got freedom to run at them, he, he'll give a good account of himself. But as I say, if those very fast dogs got running on you, well, then it works both ways too. They're very hard to pick up, you know. Brilliant stuff, Paul. Well, look, we're looking forward to seeing him back in action on Saturday night and we have to talk about um, Tuesday night because it was a great night for yourself, the family and all involved in the kennel at um, Toaster with, um, you know, a double on the night. We'll start with uh, Priceless Jet. He's um, no no stranger to posting quick times when, when he does it right and uh, he done it right on Tuesday night, Paul. Yeah, you're right there, Barry. You got him in one when he does it right. He's a very, very talented dog. Has been for some time. We bought him off of Tommy O'Donovan. And his brother, um, this dog's brother, went and won the ledger last year. And look, he's not the easiest dog in the world for himself. He he doesn't, I think, realise what he's able to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. And in some of the trials that he, he, he that we would give him, say, grading, regrading trials or whatever, he's able to do very, very quick times. And... Um, I tried him on the inside and he tries to drift out and when I put him on the outside he kind of wants to go across to the middle so now Towster probably suited him last night they all seemed to drift in out of there and he was on the outside being brought in but he absolutely pinged the lid um, and that's what he can do you know I've seen that in him before he broke the track record last night now but I've seen it in him in, in a few different trials that if he ever put it all together he is a very talented dog so hopefully now that he's done that um, and we bring him back for the derby that he'll start to think well I like this place and I'm able to handle him and all the rest of it and he'll give us a good run during the competition hopefully uh, It was certainly um, great to see an exciting time once again for, for the connections Yes of course it is Yeah, it is. and the wonderful thing about it now Barry is that they're able to watch the RPG TV uh, in the Cayman Islands so that's massive because Brian and Kathleen have been involved in Greyhounds all their lives but never been able to watch them. I mean, the IGB site, okay, they can watch them the following day, which was great. 
and um, now they were able to watch that race live last night so that's fantastic for them you know it sure is and uh, let's talk about Beach Avenue now because he has a greyhound that's um, built up quite a fan base um, in recent times owned by um, I suppose uh, you could call them passionate owners um, in the shape of the Healy family yeah great lads Austin and Pat and the rest of the family they're mad about this dog for obvious reasons he's Look, he's a real pleaser. I mean, I suppose it's exciting watching these dogs trying to come from behind to pick up other dogs, and it does appeal to people. You know, it's lovely to be out in front too, Barry, with all the trouble behind you, but that's not going to happen with Beach Avenue. But, no, he ran brilliant. The dog that he beat was a length off the track record, I think, in his previous race around Hove, so it wasn't a very, it wasn't a, a gimme of a race, but Beach put the head down, and, and, and he kept going very strongly. Like, I mean, obviously, he came to four last year I suppose in the Laurels in Cork and then he carried it through with the 575 competition he won early this season in Cork and he went back to Shelburne and ran well in the Easter Cup to finish second he was beating two short heads in the 600 yard stake so again getting the trip was no problem to him and um, we weren't sure whether Towster would suit him or not but look he ran it well last night so we're going to throw our hat in the ring and, and have to you know let him at it and see what happens and rightly so, very good. And um, a word on JT Wexford. He looks like a greyhound that is um, learning his trade and uh, when he does it right, I'm sure he'll be winning plenty of races. Yeah, very, very pleased with him last night because just before the lids opened, you could see his nose coming through the bars where he made an attempt to come out. And, you know, he was just a little bit too soon maybe. You see the late lift over there where the lure goes past the traps. He kind of went with the lure which would be normal in this country but look, he's only in August 19 he's a young dog with a lot of potential um, we've done it before bringing young dogs over and running in an event like that without being um, pushing them too hard and that's what we're doing with this guy as I say I was very very pleased he made up an awful lot of ground he's only beaten a half length to qualify for a final after making a mess of the start and he'll get it right he can be he was a very good starter and I'm sure like he tried last night, but he just was—he just tried too early, and that was it. But that can happen to the very best of them too. It sure can. A lot to look forward to in the coming months, Paul. Well, please God, look at—we just tip away and, and and work away, and whatever comes away comes away, and that's it, you know. But no, last night was one of the better nights, Barry. But look at it—a long way. It's only the warm-ups yet, but it was nice. The, the dogs ran the track well, and they're in good form, so we're very happy with that. Mighty stuff, always. Um, always a pleasure to speak to you, Paul, and um, wishing you continued success going forward. Thank you, Barry. Thank you very much. Another man that's doubly represented in the final on Saturday night is uh, Chris Hulhin, and uh, we're going to welcome Chris to the podcast uh, once again. A quick turnaround after speaking to you prior to the Greyhound and Pet World Super Sprint final, Chris. Yes, sir. Thanks for the guy. We're back in another final. Yeah, and um, a really big final at that. We will start with um, Shomer and Nate in trap number four. Um, as we outlined in, in, in previous weeks, it, he's a remarkable greyhound in fairness. He's won 12 of his 20 uh, career outings. He's got sensational early pace, and you must be delighted with his progress so far in this big event. Yeah, we're, we're delighted with him. Hopefully he can do it one more night. Hopefully he can flash out and get around the bins. It's, it's half the battle if he can get around that first bin in big final. Yeah, that's that's it. And um, look, trap number four. I'm sure you'd be happier if you were um, drawn closer to the rails. But um, yeah, but I, I think he'll go on straight enough. Barry, like when he's at the point of the bin, he seems to cut in for the rails. You know, so it's, it's not too bad. Tell us about his owner. Is he getting great excitement out of this? 
Oh, he is, yeah. I'll tell you after Saturday night whether it's a good trap or not. Yeah, that's, that, that's a nice one. And just tell it, like, it must be really exciting for yourself and all connected with your um, kennel to have a ground of this calibre um, within the kennel. Yeah, as you know, you're having other they're hard greyhounds to get hold of so it's great to have one like uh, hopefully he can win something big That's the, he deserves to win something big because he, he's such a fast greyhound like, you know? without a doubt and uh, these kind of summer months now going forward that that's what it'll be all about for him that I'm sure you'll be aiming him at um, plenty of competitions oh yes uh, yeah. we might give him a couple of weeks off now because he's after running in two competitions back to back so he'd want a few weeks rest again before we hit bigger competitions hopefully Trap number 6 then Cash and Dolphin he's a, a greyhound that has won um, 10 times today he's got a good strike rate 1 and 3 a consistent greyhound to say the least and a very strong running um, greyhound but facing a difficult draw here in trap number 6 it has to be said Oh it's a nightmare of a draw for him because he likes the rails that time but you know, he's not blessed with early pace either but he comes home pretty strong he's a very genuine dog if he gets any gap he'll go for it and he'll finish very strong and just to have two in, in the final, Chris, I'm sure it makes it that um, bit extra special. That is great, yeah, that is great. Even if we had one in the final, we'd be delighted, but it's great to have two. Without a doubt. And just a reminder, our listeners of the podcast, maybe a small bit about your operation at home and where you're based. We're based in Benedict, North County, right down by the seaside at the mouth of the channel. And um, we have only about 20 dogs altogether in, in road bitches and pups and a couple of our own race dogs. We mostly have our own dogs on it very good well um, Shomer and Nate and uh, Cash and Dolphin are, are certainly uh, a flying the fa- flag and uh, I'm sure there's been uh, plenty of, of interest uh, in the locality and stuff like that with, with the greyhounds going so well yeah it is great because people they listen to the the radio and they have the results and they're all wishing me well for the final so hopefully they can bring back something uh, to the village that's fantastic well hopefully we might be talking to you again on, on Saturday night we've enjoyed your um, interviews your colourful interviews on your um, exciting greyhounds over the last couple of weeks as I said to you prior to the first time I, I spoke to you you had um, got um, plenty of practice below in the kingdom with Declan Dowling yes 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 uh, it's my local track I mean if you're also there now and then so it's nice to go out and take on the big boys now and then it sure is Chris well that's what it's all about we love to, to, to see um, the, the smaller kennels doing extremely well as well and look it has been great speaking with you over the last couple of weeks and uh, wishing you the, the very best of luck um, on, on Saturday night and continued success going forward in the world of ground racing thanks very much Barry. thanks a lot so it was fantastic uh, speaking to racing manager uh, Brian Collins at Curraheen Park and of course um, all the connections of the finalists um, as I said already over the last uh, couple of weeks it's been an outstanding event and um, you know we have to um, thank once again the sponsor of the event which is uh, Kevin O'Brien and uh, firstly welcome to the podcast again Kevin Hi uh, Barry yeah all's good and um, you know as I said look a real thanks um you know, for for sponsoring this great event, um, it certainly hasn't um, gone unnoticed, and um, you know the the greyhound people all over the country um, have been following the event, and um, you know, thank you once again. Yes, uh, Barry. Look, anything we can do to help a great sport, uh, and you know, as long as um, I'm able to, um, I will continue to sponsor greyhound racing. A fair play, Kevin, and I'm sure you've been following it um, with uh, very close interest over the last couple of weeks. I am, and I'm looking at the final, and of course, um, my old friend Graham Holland, with, he's got two two in the final. He sure has, and his um, son Timmy was in fine form when I spoke to him last Saturday night in Curraheen Park. Did you see that? 
I did. I um, I hope he's in fine form after the final. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's 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 a good final. Um, it's uh, it obviously the the dog from day one that looks like everyone has to beat is the Skywalker Barry dog. But um, I think if there's a bit of a mix, I could nearly put my hands on um, sweep the yard. Uh, Graham's dog in uh, I, I could fancy him maybe to come through yeah he's got a great draw hasn't he Kevin in trap number one and as you said you know any bit of a uh, you know a bit of crowding up front like he's he's probably going to turn in a prominent position from the red jacket of trap number one and you know he, he comes home well he does and you know I it's it's wide open which is great and you know to be honest with you all, it's a final any six could win the final but I would say with the way the draw has been done and there's a bit of crowding there, if Sweep the Yard can stick and get through he's a, and get ahead, he's, I think, you know, he's the dog that will come home stronger, strongest. Yeah, definitely. And in fairness, look, we're all huge fans. All Greyhound people are huge fans of, you know, leading trainers, the likes of Graham Holland. And we've got so many uh, top trainers in, in the country. It's, I suppose, the same when we're looking in at maybe horse racing. You're looking at Willie Mullins and, and Gordon Elliott. But we all like to see, you know, maybe um, a trainer that we might have ha- heard too much about. And the likes of Chris Houlihan there, doubly represented um, in the final. He's going to, it's going to be a big night for, for him and, and his family as well. And, you know, I'm sure you've been impressed, impressed with uh, Shomer and Nate yeah I would love to see him win uh, you know because it's nice to see let's say the uh, um, the not so well known trainers um, you know um, to have a go to take it up to them and, and he certainly has and I think it's great for the sport that we see these people um, come through and prove a point and uh, it, it would be you know it would be it'd be great to see see him um, actually win the final yeah look as I said look it's going to be a fantastic final and you know we're wishing all um, six finalists um, and the very best of luck I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about um, after the final and uh, you know look I suppose in, in, in general it's been tough um this event obviously we'd love to have big crowds at, at Corrigan Park but that's just not possible at this current time but on a positive note things seem to be getting better Kevin well definitely I mean I was in court yesterday and I just visited and I was speaking to Brian Collins and obviously he's excited about the laurels coming up and all the other you know all the other events coming up throughout the country and look I think everyone's excited to get back into the stadiums, get back, you know, get the get the atmosphere back, get the crowds back, and I think it will happen. Um, you know, um, it's a great sport, and long as the everyone follows it and um, follows it on a weekly basis, you know, it's it, it's going. I think it's going to be a good year for us. Um, after obviously the the downward side, we, every everybody's had in every sport for the last twelve months due to the the virus. I think it will really take off um, hopefully you know after the summer when things hopefully have settled all down it, it, I think it will be good yeah sure will and look a lot to look forward to in, in the in the coming months uh, plenty of uh, big events with the English Greyhound Derby upcoming and um, Irish Greyhound Derby and uh, hopefully Kevin will see some of your um, Greyhounds uh, back in action soon and uh, winning plenty of races well we're heading for the Irish Derby anyway that's, a, that's uh, two dogs I've got heading for that's where I'm aiming this year unfortunately the timing of the English Derby hasn't been right for me but you know we can always go again and I think the 
Irish going over have a great chance again of taking bringing the uh, bringing the English derby back to Ireland. Um, I'm looking at some of the trials and some of the you know uh, performances, and um, yeah, I'm optimistically um, think we've the, the Irish have got a great shout this year again. That would be great. And finally, just reminder um, listeners of the podcast, maybe your your two possible um, greyhounds for the upcoming Irish Greyhound Derby, because I'm sure um, there'll be a, a lot of people rooting for your dogs now, especially after this great sponsorship in, in Curraheen Park, well, um, name, Kevin. Well, name one of them. I think uh, Conor Bolt with uh, Tom O'Neill. Nice one. Uh, will, we, be, will be a dog. That will be, um, you know, we'll, we'll give a good shout. Uh, and the other dog I won't quite name at the moment because I'm sitting on the fence with him. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Well, look, we'll be we'll be watching out for the name, um, Kevin O'Brien, going forward, Kevin. And look, it was fantastic to, to speak to you uh, once again on the podcast um, this week. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to have a chat maybe um, at Corraheen Park um, in the coming months and uh, watch some great racing. Barry, I'll be there Saturday to support the race. And... Um, no doubt we might even see each other up there. Oh, we will, Kevin. We'll we'll, we'll get you on the camera um, Saturday night. We'll be updating the Curraheen Park um, Facebook page. It's went down very well um, in recent weeks. Plenty of um, you know likes and reviews and, and views. So we'll catch you on Saturday night. Jesus, Barry, I better get my hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Always great to speak to you, Kevin. Thank Thanks. you, Barry. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs.